Davisphere and Yom Kippur are some recent events that are definitely worth celebrating. However, the dangers of electric scooters and skateboards are not. All things we will hear about on today's podcast. From the Blue Devil Hub, this is the News Cycle. I'm Nana Grigor, and today is Monday, October 10th. Davisphere is bringing people from all over Davis together for food, music, and celebration. The guitar chords of Nat Lefkoff and his band waft through Central Park on the evening of October 6th. It seems everyone in Davis is out, from families with toddlers to elderly retirees enjoying the sunset and the live music. There's rows of vendors selling food and specialty items. The little ones are all lined up in front of the balloon lady, and the adults are relaxing in the beer and wine garden. It's a Thursday in the Davis sphere. It feels a lot of colors and people, and I think it's nice. It's a good environment. That's Gabriela Herrera. She's one of the many enjoying the community event. She just arrived when I talked to her, but was already beginning to see things she wanted to do. I'm on for the food, and also I'm, I'm seeing some nature art here, so let's see. Trace Manuel was impressed with the enormous temporary stage that had been erected next to the Bicycling Hall of Fame. I'm really impressed by this sound situation. I saw pictures, I'm like, wow, they have yeah. an entire stage on Thursday nights. Uh-huh. I want to get in on that, so I'm here. She was guarding a spot in the shade, but said she was going to go find some food when she got too hungry to just sit and watch. What food exactly? It depends on what I smell. I'm kind of leaving that up to chance. Thursdays in the Davisphere has been happening every Thursday night in Central Park since the beginning of September, and will continue weekly until October 27th. The event is put on by the Davis Downtown Business Association. Executive Director Brett Maresca says that the event was designed to fill the hole left by the ending of the picnic at the park at the Wednesday Farmer's Market. But it is, like I said, kind of filling the gap and and having a kind of a different level with a different type of community atmosphere. Yeah, it's great. But getting the weekly event up and running wasn't an easy task. It's a lot to put together in a few months, which we did ultimately, but um, it wouldn't have happened without the grant from the city of Davis. Maresca's favorite part of the event is seeing the community enjoy it. Seeing, as he says, the buzz. The community is loving it, it seems. Uh-huh. I, it's, it's got something different. I, I think a, some that, a place where everybody can get together, families get together. This year's run of Thursdays is set to culminate in an 80s-themed night on the 27th. Bay Area band Tainted Love will be headlining the night. But the fun isn't going to end just then. The project has plans to continue well into the future. So our our plan is to have this May through October. Um, It may morph a little bit. They may try some other entertainment combinations as they grow the Davisphere brand and ultimately seek to bring more people downtown. As a business association to support local business, support our vendors, support local nonprofits who are actually um, getting a part of the sales of the beer and wine garden. Each week, the proceeds go to a different local nonprofit. That night was the Bicycling Hall of Fame. Olivia McCutcheon had stumbled into the event a few weeks back by accident. She and her friends had been out and about downtown on a Thursday night and had been drawn to Central Park by loud music. 
And then we come around the corner and it's like, is that a car playing music? Is that what's going on? And come around and this like whole stage thing is set up. Everyone's here. And it was just really neat to run into it. She said she really loves the vibe. Having this whole setup was great because I got to go up with some friends and we did a little dance. We did the hustle <laughs> and we did that up at the friends. So that was nice. That's fun. Just the vibe that like a performing live band brings is just a lot different than even just like the farmer's market. Her mother, Leslie McCutcheon, was accompanying her daughter that night before heading off to a school board meeting. So yeah, it looks really fun. I like all the lights and the people out here. I saw there was a, a person doing uh, balloons for kids and that looks pretty cute. Uh -huh. So it looks like it's something that's appealing to all ages, which is really nice. For the News Cycle, I'm Max Davis-Housefield in the Davis Sphere. Yom Kippur was on October 4th through October 5th and is the largest Jewish holiday for celebration and self-reflection. Lily Schroeder has the story. Yom Kippur is a Jewish holiday known as the Day of Atonement. Jews observe Yom Kippur in a variety of ways, but many see it as a way to self-reflect and atone for their wrongdoings in the past year. Senior Ezra Frolic stays home from school to observe the holiday with their family. Usually we just kind of hang around the house, play board games, and just salivate because we can't eat. Like Frolic, many Jews fast on Yom Kippur as a way to take time to think about the last year. Frolic has only recently started fasting since children commonly do not fast. Now that I'm older, it's become more of a solemn day and it's more spiritual and it's more important as a day to recognize what you could have done differently throughout the year and how you could better treat people. Yom Kippur is the most important holiday in the Jewish calendar and it is important for Jews to take the day off to observe, though many are not able to. Although Froelich was able to stay home from school, they still had a lot of work to do. This year it's been more of just doing chores and homework. Yom Kippur consists of many services, and commonly observers attend these if they are able to take time away from school or work. The afternoon service contains a reading from the Haftarah, a religious book with teachings for each day. Sophomore Jordan Wagner read at the afternoon service this year. I think it's a really nice way to be able to contribute to the congregation. Apart from chanting, Wagner usually goes to services with his family, along with attending a break the fast at a friend's house. Break the Fast is a gathering after sundown to celebrate the end of Yom Kippur and for everyone to break their fast and eat lots of food. And it's more about like kind of internalizing like the things that you've done over the past year and how you can improve yourself as a person. And also a big part of it is like the community and spending time with family. Yom Kippur marks the end of New Year celebrations for Jews and gives many observers a clean slate to start their years with. For BlueDevilHub.com, this is Lily Schroeder reporting. Transportation made easy with electric scooters and skateboards, but is the risk of a broken bone really worth it? Safety is an important concern when it comes to transportation. The use of electronic components over their standard counterparts such as skateboards, scooters, and bikes have gained popularity. Many new innovations have been deemed as safer as technology progresses. Some might argue that statement and conclude their own. I asked Junior Noah Cater whether he felt like electric scooters or their normal counterparts are more dangerous. Uh, more of the electric than the actual, you're using your actual force. 
When riding an electric scooter, you can change the speed with just a button. Some electric scooters can even go as fast as 30 miles per hour. Severe injuries, even life-threatening, can happen when riding electric scooters. A study from Forbes suggests in Southern California, 80.2% of riders' injuries come from falling, 11% comes from a collision with another object, 8.8% comes from being hit by a moving vehicle. The most common type of injury comes from people falling off their scooters, though there are different ways people can get injured. Fire cause analysis located in Berkeley, California, reported 14 electric scooter fires in the past year. The majority of them were charging during the time. Although with these facts, it might seem that electric scooters and electric skateboards are more dangerous than just cruising on a normal skateboard or scooter, but in the culture of skateboard riders and scooter riders, different stunts and tricks are learned unlike electric. Some of these tricks and stunts can be very dangerous. For example, skateboarder doing an ollie over a staircase. There are many different tricks and stunts that take years of practice and pain. Skateboarder Nomar Palomares skates at the Davis Skate Park every chance he gets. He shared his own experience on the dangers of normal skateboards. So one time I was uh, I was going downhill. This was my first time going down that hill. That was definitely my last time for a good minute. <laughs> I fell. I hit an overlapped crack, and um, yeah, that I got a bruise. I got a scar on the side of my body now. Well, that's our show for today. The News Cycle is a production of the Blue Devil Hub in association with the Davis Enterprise. Daniel Ruiz Hermenez writes our theme music. The production is produced by Maria Anderson and Nani Grigor. Our executive producer is Elliot Dion. We're trying to grow our listeners. Make sure to share the news cycle with your friends, subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts, visit us on the web, bluedevilhub.com, and don't miss our radio broadcasts Monday at 8 and Tuesday at noon on 95.7 KDRT. You can also follow the Hub on social media. We're on Instagram at Blue Devil Hub and on Twitter at DHS Hub. Stay safe, have a good week, and we'll see you next time.